welcome to this week's episode of They're Not Even Real Housewives Though podcast. It's just me this week ranting and raving about this week's episodes of New Jersey and the OC. Oh, and the devastating news about the shakeup of New York. Okay, so let's start with this New York shakeup announcement that happened this week. <sighs> It's just a heavy sigh because New York was one of the best franchises. Um, it had the big cast, so it always had so many different storylines happening at one time. They were all connected some way. They knew each other through society, or they were friends, and they just all they brought a different dynamic than they did than the OC did, for example, or New Jersey did with their antics and their trips and stuff and it was always such a great casting I find with New York and then obviously the last two seasons weren't great but Leah McSweeney I thought brought a level of flavour that it was missing and I think that's what they need to go back to but with like the older cast so I understand the concept of them having an OG kind of version and then a newer version but splitting them I don't know if that's really what the fans want Andy claims that this is something that the fans will want and fans will need but as a diehard fan myself I have to say I don't know if this is really what I want I would like to see the OGs and a younger dynamic come back so keep the relationships and the kind of um togetherness that the OGs have so bring back people like Jill Zarin and you have Ramona I hate Ramona but she's a great housewife um to watch her Luann I don't think Bethany would ever come back but that'd be quite good fun Carol I'd like to see Carol come back um and have them together so we still have that cast then bring in newer cast members so keep Ebony because I liked Ebony what she brought to the cast I like that I like Deshaun as well she was hilarious um and then have Leah and have their group of friends so like a younger dynamic of New York kind of more downtown instead of the upper east side um kind of flavors and have them with them so you still have the two friend groups that together separately they're connected but together they're kind of new and see how that drama plays out. I mean, we we can't forget the way Ramona and Sonia behaved when Leah first came into the scene. They hid under tables to get away from them. Leah threw food at them because they were so rude and disrespectful. And that was the kind of threatening behaviour that Leah brought to the older, ca- older cast. So, like, Ramona and Sonia were absolutely terrified of this new, young, fresh, sexy housewife, Leah, come in. And then obviously the dynamic between Ramona and Ebony with the whole racism situation, which is just the way Ramona is. She's like completely unaware of the real world and she's just, you know, inherently a horrible person as um, Luann and Bethany have both said in previous seasons. Um, So I don't necessarily think having them separated um, two shows is the best way to go. I think you need to throw them together and have the dynamic of the OGs and then the younger crowd and kind of watch the fireworks explode. I don't know if I necessarily want Dorinda to come back because, I mean, Dorinda 
she didn't have a great last two seasons the kind of meanness came out which I was here for and I was absolutely loving while I was watching it but also it it pains me especially when she'd like flip out at Luann and stuff and it just doesn't seem right but I don't necessarily think having the two separate casts or two separate shows rather is the the way fans want to to see it happen um yeah I'd like to know your thoughts on this um send us an email um all details on our podcast page or you can find us on Twitter and um, let me know what you think. So let's talk about the OC this week. So episode wasn't really that explosive. But again, I find most of the episodes haven't been with the OC recently. They're kind of clutching at straws. And I think their car shake up with Noella and Heather and Dr. Jen hasn't really done what they wanted it to do. And I think because Noella's just had so many so much bad luck really in terms of um her divorce and now with her dad dying I just feel like she wasn't she's not bringing the level of cast drama that they expected her to bring when they cast her but I have to say this week like it just elevated Noella again for me she's an absolute queen and I'm like I'm obsessed with it I really am and I know no one else really seems to agree with me on this point but I don't really care because I think Noella's fantastic and everything that she has to go through, she still looks fabulous. She still slays. And I just think she's great. And her now explaining about her desire for men to view her in a certain way or the way that she behaves around men because of the relationship she had with her father was really touching. And I think it really might start to humanise her a bit more with most people. She is still very delusional. She still lives in a pretty girl, rich girl bubble. And I don't think she really understands the real world that much. Um, but I think her reflecting on herself and her mistakes that she's probably made and like not introducing her son to her father and things I just think it was a really beautiful moment and I think um, if you didn't feel any kind of sympathy for Noella at that point then your heart is made of stone quite frankly and I think you need to check yourself <laughs> because it really was a humanizing moment now I say that then flash forward to the end of the episode whenever they do the kind of coming up in this season um, trailer for the OC. Um, Noella's brought out a side of Heather that we haven't seen in a very long time. And I'm desperate to find out what it is that the drama is. So I think, I mean, the rumours are that Noella witnessed Heather throw someone against the wall or physically assault a member of staff or like a team member in her house during that um $36,000 dinner that never happened I still can't get over that who spends $36,000 on sushi and then doesn't even fucking eat it where did that food go like did they donate it to charity did they give it to a food bank did they just throw it away because that shit bothers me she's all fancy pants and with her fucking um champagne wall and all the rest of it and how she likes to do this and she gives back and she has all this stuff but she spends $36,000 on sushi that no one eats and we don't know what happened to that sushi so I'd like to know where all that food went but anyway I digress so we see this dinner that's happening somewhere and is it Aspen when they go on their cast trip and Noella and Heather are going at it and Heather's calling Noella a liar now I just want I'd like I want to see that pan out in full scale 
and I want to see the unseen footage because I guarantee that there's stuff that was said that we will never see and that shit bothers me a lot. But yeah, so maybe Noella's cast drama assignment that she was probably given at the start of the season is going to come out in the next couple of weeks and I'm absolutely here for it. I'm dying to see how the girls behave in the reunion as well um, and see kind of if Noella comes back for another season. I think she will probably because of the paycheck. She's going to need it. Not that her paycheck will be high because she's new, but she is going to definitely need some extra cash now and her and her husband are divorcing. So that will be interesting. The other um, major event that happened in this week's OC was Gina's launch party and the tail end of Dr. Jen's party when Gina and Shannon had their verbal altercation. And I don't know who came off worse or better in that situation, to be honest with you. I don't know. I mean, I'm never going to be on Shannon's side. I'm, no matter what happens, I'm never going to be on Shannon's side. She is completely delusional, lives in this weird bubble of self-obsessed, self-absorbed, self-promotion. And you know what? That's fine. That's her prerogative to be like that. But at the same time, she's never going to develop deep relationships with anyone, um, especially on the show, if she just continues to be this destructive person i do believe that she has a level of jealousy of everybody she's self-serving if it doesn't benefit her she's not interested which is sad but that's the truth and i think her time on the show is probably nearly finished and i think she knows that and i think she's trying everything she can to kind of claw back this kind of heyday of when she was with vicky and tamara and they were like the stars of the show and they were on every news outlet, they were in every paper, they were doing all the interviews, and I don't think that happens for Shannon now, and I, I generally believe that she's sad and depressed about it, and she's just going to lash out about everything, what I did really love watching is the fact that she's found someone who's tapped into her crazy as much as she is, so when she was explaining the story about what happened with Gina to John, he was um, basically backing her up, and saying everything that Shannon would say, like, fuck her, who does she think she is, etc, etc. Because, like, <clears throat> Shannon's not the type of person who can let go of something. They can't, she can't have a conversation with someone or an argument with someone without her then repeating it for, like, at least three, four days, weeks after the fact. So she will continually be like, I can't believe she said that. I'm dumbfounded. I'm, I'm so, it's so beyond. I don't understand. And she goes on and on and on and on and on about the same fucking thing for ages. And I think she's found someone who matches her madness. And I, I'm really happy for her for that, to be perfectly honest. Don't know if it's very healthy because you can't have two negative people in a relationship. It's not going to go very far. But it seems like it's working for her. And she seems very happy. Um, so yeah, but I don't know whose side I'm on. I think Gina had things to say that weren't very nice. Um, and I'm wondering if that's the real Gina. So the Gina that we've been seeing on the show, this happy-go-lucky kind of sweet and sassy, but not mean New Yorker is actually who Gina is or did we see a side of Gina now that's come out that she isn't quite like that and um, either way I'm here for both of them to be perfectly honest I think she's I think she's amazing wasn't feeling the hound, houndstooth coat and leather 
pleather shiny trouser outfit that she was wearing um but apart from that i was here but here for all of that argument i thoroughly enjoyed watching it um but then you take to her um launch party and it was like night and day she looked amazing she looked fabulous and i'm so happy for her that she's doing something for herself and she's going to be successful hopefully fingers crossed and shannon turned up despite their argument but shannon only did that because she wanted to look like the bigger person it's got absolutely nothing to do with her wanting to support gina it was because she wanted to look like the bigger person and also i don't think she genuinely likes to miss out on situations if she's going to be talked about because she wants to be able to be there to hear the narrative and then flip out or whatever it is do have a shannon moment whenever it's necessary um i think for me as well heather the bro needs to put her arms in the sleeves of her coats i'm starting to get really annoyed with this thing that she's doing where she wears the jacket on her shoulders she's not young and vibrant where she can get away with that she's got to realize now that like she's just got to stop and it, it just doesn't suit her because when she was drinking when they were cut into scenes of her drinking her champagne it looked like she was really struggling to like raise her glass so her coat didn't fall off and it's like if you have to suffer that much for fashion just put your arms inside your fucking coat i mean it's not that difficult is it really no um but yeah that was brilliant um to watch heather struggling to drink her champagne um and then emily this week was uh having a dinner party where she doesn't cook and they flash back to when she burnt the chicken nuggets i mean that's that takes a certain class of lady to be able to burn a chicken nugget but at the same time she's a boss so she doesn't really need to be cooking chicken nuggets does she because she can just hire a chef like she said she can just text this guy and he pitches up with a whole tray of food and she's good to go um but i like i like emily i like her family and i like her and shane and i especially like the way that shane has refused to renew his vows because of the curse and then you forget all the people so in my head the only person that renewed their vows and then got divorced was vicky with don but then <laughs> then they flash back and it was like broadwin and all these other ones and i was like shit yes they all renewed their vows on the show and then they all got divorced. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with Shane's right in this situation. Don't renew your vows. Just take the wedding photos and be done with it. Um, I really like the idea of the wedding photos, actually. I think it might be something that I would do. Because um, I wouldn't mind renewing my vows, but my husband's not really into it. So maybe I could just get us all dressed up and then have the kids kind of involved as well. Because... Obviously, they weren't weren't even a thought at the time of us getting married. So it'd be nice to include them in the situation. So I think Shane's right, and I'm loving that whole idea. So New Jersey this week was um, it had its moments, but it was like pretty uneventful because we had the the ropes course drama between Teresa and. Margaret, I don't think these two are ever going to make up. I think their beef is kind of deep-rooted in Teresa now. I think Margaret could quite happily let it go, even though she shouldn't, because the stuff Teresa's done to Margaret, in my opinion, is way worse than what Margaret has ever done to Teresa. But once you upset Teresa, that's it. There's no... You can't fix that. You can't change it. That's it. 
she's dead to you or you're dead to her rather and that's it and you know whatever it makes great tv so because it's like margaret can't really argue with Teresa because Teresa's not a worthy opponent she doesn't have the vocabulary to kind of argue with margaret so then she just gets riled up and starts shouting and screaming and like going for low blows like criticizing how she looks and criticizing things like that whereas margaret is cutting and clever with the way that she responds and I think that bugs Teresa, honestly, because she realises, I mean, people know that she's a bit vacant. She's not a stupid woman because you don't make as much money as, that you, as, you ha as she has by being dumb. And you don't play the high kind of going to jail and avoiding paying taxes and things like that to your advantage the way that she has if you're stupid. So she's not dumb. She's just not very clever. And I think <laughs> um, watching those two row is, 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 is great for me because it's, it's like a, a a parent arguing with a two-year-old. It's just, it's funny to watch, doesn't make much sense, and it's a bit chaotic, and, you know, I'm here for it. Um, But then, I don't know, when Margaret and Jen had their heart-to-heart -heart over coffee, I would like to say that that was sincere and that did thing, and watching Jen admit that she did something wrong and she understands the point now blew my mind absolutely blew my mind i never knew a housewife especially jen was capable of saying yeah i can see why you did this because i did xyz blew my tiny little mind really did i was impressed by it so i'm hoping that those two stay on the right track but who knows um i want to see dolores's half tops more her quip about not wearing a full-size top since she had her tummy tuck always killed me and then frank catania have the audacity to try and tell her who she can and can't date i mean honestly this man yeah I, I love him i love him i love that whole family i think they're amazing um i was really saddened by jackie's reluctance to do an inpatient treatment she'd rather sacrifice nine hours of her week versus however many decades that she could spend with her children and potentially seeing grandchildren grow up and things because I just it it's it I understand where she's coming from and I get it but I feel like it reeks of um selfishness and complete as her husband said complete denial about the level of um how much like this disease has gripped her life and I think until she can admit that she admits she has a problem that's the first step which is great but she hasn't really accepted the fact that she has a, a real real problem that even after all of these years that she thinks that she's fixed it she's not fixed it so I just really hope that we see a change in that and she starts to really kind of understand where her pain is and what she needs to do to change it and gets the appropriate treatment I really hope that that is something that happens because Right now, I just don't know if that's going to be the case. And, I mean, I can't ever imagine Evan leaving her, but surely that's got to be something that's a grounds for something. Like, it would bug the hell out of me if my partner wasn't willing to get the necessary, necessary treatment and that she needs. On a side note, at the time of recording this podcast, um, Teresa has been admitted to hospital. I don't really know what for, um, but Gia posted her Instagram, a picture of her in the hospital in a bed with a mask, with her like PPE mask on. 
Um, so I don't really know what's happened there or anything like that. But um, sending much um, love and strength to Teresa's family to make sure she makes a speedy recovery. Maybe she watched the Louis video and she had a heart attack. <laughs> no, that's not nice. I shouldn't say things like that. Um, but yeah, so that's all really. Just two episodes this week because we're we're still missing Atlanta. We're still missing Beverly Hills and Miami's finished. So it's just New Jersey and OC. And honestly, OZ, OC's not doing much. And New Jersey, this this week's episode was slow. Hopefully we have some more fireworks and some more, some more drama. Because I hear that they had to have security at the reunion taping. And we'll see why in later episodes. So cast beef steps up. Which is always great. Because in Jersey, you never really know what you're going to get when it comes to cast beef. that's it for this week's episode of they're not even real housewives though podcast it's a nice short one this week because it's just me giving my two pence on all things housewives hope you enjoyed listening and don't forget to rate comment and subscribe